Williams rips one into the night, deep into right, way out. Moves to the right, it goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it, and the pass goes into the end zone. To Nick Foles. episode out now because if you put a list of players that have played in Philadelphia that deserve an emergency episode or if and when they leave the city Zach Ertz is solidly at the top of that list and as everyone is well aware Zach Ertz has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals for Tay Gowan and a 2022 fifth round pick Join with me, as always, is Joey K. You can find him at Scooter McGilly one on Twitter. Joey, how we doing? Uh, been better, Jake, you know. Um, yeah. Eagles losing, Flyers losing, and Zacherich trade. I mean, well, a lot to be upset and sad about, but um, let's hope that, you know, better things are on the horizon here. And, and yeah, we, we definitely want to pay our respects here and, and do our Zacherich's been trading emergency pod and just get a couple thoughts out to pay respects to Zach. No, certainly. Zachers, arguably, if in, in, in some in cases, it's really not that tough of an argument to say he was the greatest tight end in Eagles history thus far. Absolutely. I mean, statistically, how can you, how can you argue that? No, finished 11 receptions short of the all-time Eagles lead from Harold Carmichael. Finished with 579 receptions, 6,267 yards, 38 touchdowns. Many of those were in huge, crucial moments. The guy has just has his fingerprints all over some of the largest moments in Eagles history. Absolutely. And, you know, I would have loved to see him get the franchise record for receptions just because I feel like, you know, we're too young to have seen and appreciated Harold Carmichael, really. Mm -hmm. So this is a guy that we all watch. This is a guy that we saw in his prime. Um, He holds the NFL record for the single season catches by any tight end in NFL history, uh, I believe, with 116, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Remarkable. Um, so, I mean, the game-winning catch in the Super Bowl, our only Super Bowl win in history, the game-winning catch, um, not to mention on that drive, converting the fourth and two to Zach Ertz after Big V got beat bad, Foles is about to be sacked, and Foles throws it across the middle Hurts yeah. gets hit while in the air, still comes down with the catch to get the first down. Just the over dude, the line. Just over the line. The dude, when in his prime, was unguardable from the tight end position. I know I know a lot of fans you know, like to get on the fact that he didn't get yak, and that's fine. Not every tight end is going to be a yak tight end, or every player is going to be a yak player. It no, a guy his size running the routes that he ran, you don't Beautiful. see it. You don't I mean see I am a I am a Jake, I'm a sucker for route runners, as you know. Like I, I I appreciate the art to it because I know there's so much intelligence, game planning, schematics, and just thought process involved behind a good route runner. And Zach at his size was one of the best route running tight ends we've seen. Um, and again, hats off. He meant so much to the city, meant so oh much to goodness. this team. We don't have a Super Bowl without him. No, not even close. And 
everybody loved to call him, you know, Carson Wentz's safety blanket. And that's not just because he was, you know, the biggest receiver out there. It really is a testament to how good he was. Like, you can throw any huge body person out there. I mean, we saw Doriel Green Beckham. That guy's a, a monster human being, but he just didn't have it. Zach Ertz had it. And when you have a guy of his size to be able to go as fast as he could and run the routes and get the separation that he could, they he was a nightmare for opposing defenses. You knew you couldn't throw a nickel corner on him. You knew he'd beat a linebacker. You just hoped you got home to the quarterback soon enough or that somebody else was getting the look on that pass because he was truly a nightmare when he was out there for opposing defenses. And it was just incredible to watch. You, you talk about you said it wonderfully how Harold Carmichael, obviously Hall of Fame receiver, but none of us really had the opportunity to watch him live. And so I, I just hope everyone really cherished the opportunity to see the greatest tight end in Eagles history throughout his career. Let's just talk about some of the, the intangibles too with, with Zach Ertz. We just talked about the accolades, how good of a player he was on the field and the statistical, you know, backing behind him as a player. But let's just talk about the guy himself. I mean, you talk about a California boy who never really experienced winters, who was new to the Philadelphia scene and the grit and toughness and blue collar mentality of this city and its fans. And he adopted this fan base like it was his own family. I mean, you've seen reports out there from high up media members in the national media saying Ertz knew about this trade prior to the game. He told Howie Roseman and Jeff Lurie, I'm playing. I want to go out. I want to be a captain for this game. I want to go out in front of my home crowd. He couldn't do it last year with COVID. There were no fans. He wanted to go out in front of the Philly fans one last game. He scored a touchdown. And you know what? If he got injured, that would have messed up the trade, but he didn't care. He said, I love this team. I love this city. I love the fans. I want to do this my way. And you don't see that anymore in sports. He even stuck around after he was crying to take questions from Philadelphia media who we've admitted several times cannot be easy to get along with. We've seen some of the things they say, how they exaggerate, not all of them, but some. And he stuck around because he's such a class act in that regard. So we talk about all the time about people, you know, adapting to the Philly way and buying into everything. This guy was Philadelphia through and through. And when it's time for him to retire, I know he'll retire an Eagle. And I'll be tuning into that ceremony because it'll be a great one. No, certainly. And and you heard a number of people both related to him and close to him and possibly even from himself where where people are coming to him and, and we're texting him saying like, oh, you know, it's great. You're getting closer to, to home and all. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm leaving home. Like Philadelphia is home. Philadelphia is my city. It's my home. I, I'm, I'm getting closer to where I was raised, but this is my home. And I mean, you said it wonderfully. The guy truly just embodied everything that we looked for in a Philadelphia athlete. I know we've had people on here. We've had you know, certain members that used to be a part of this podcast saying that they would have loved to seen him go after that 2017, 2018 season where he was at his peak. You just, there's certain instances where you just need to sit back and enjoy a player of that caliber and a player that truly on the field, off the field and every aspect and interaction that they had, with fans, media members, teammates, everything. Just was a remarkable human being, an athlete. You, you got to just sit back and enjoy that. Absolutely. And even on top of that, just when we're talking about a guy like Zach Gertz, you know, you're talking about 
his toughness, how it relates to the city, everything that he does. I mean, this is a guy that would be at Phillies games. He would be at Sixers game courtside. Um, he would be at Flyers game. And just on top of that, think about how spoiled we were as a fan base when we used to complain that Zach Kirch was catching too many passes. The guy that set the NFL record and the guy that every time he caught the ball, it was a first down. You knew on third down, you couldn't stop him. We were moving the chains. We were getting that many first downs and touchdowns by going to him. And as a fan base, we just needed something to talk about. Way too many targets for Zach Ertz. Oh, we need to spread the ball around. Now look at the state that we're in as Eagles fans. We have a lot bigger fish to fry with what we complain about. I wish we could complain about how much we were winning by and how our tight ends and wide receivers were scoring multiple touchdowns a game and how the offense was just being dominated by one player. I'd love to hear that now. So it just goes to show how spoiled we were because we had such a talent in Zach Ertz and what he brought to this team, what he brought to this city. Again, we are not Super Bowl champions without him. My hat's off. Much love, much respect and best of luck in Arizona. I hope they take care of you. And honestly, if we can't get a ring, I hope you get another one. No, certainly. And and that was one of the silver linings, really. A, a lot of people can dive into the numbers and see how, you know, it gives us cap relief. We we maximize the fact that that the Cardinals just lost their tight ends. Like that, sure, you can you can focus on that. But the happiest thing that you should really take from if you need to take a positive out of him leaving the city is that he's going to one of, if not the best team in the NFL, because we, we want to see him go out there and we want to give him the best possible chance of, of being successful. And he's getting a great opportunity for that in Arizona. So, you know, Kyler, everyone out there, just take care of our boy. He's a, he's a real treasure. You you guys are going to love him. You know, I'd love to get I'd love to get some Arizona fans on in the next couple of weeks, either before he even plays there or once they really see how great he was. They thought Max Williams was good. He pales in comparison to even modern day Zach Ertz. So I'd love to get that some some Cardinals fans on just to see their appreciation for an all time great. And and the last thing, how many you can you even count on one hand how many times a player least recently has been traded and went out of their way to make sure that they spoke to the the city that they were leaving from media staff before they officially left it's rare it's it's super rare and it just it's a testament to his character overall i believe truly um you know when you're it, it felt like it feels like he's going off to college and he's leaving his family and friends behind. He's going across the country to college and he's crying at his goodbye dinner, you know, saying, Hey, you know, I'll always love you guys. I'll, I'll come back when I'm done. When I'm finished, I'm coming right back here. I still love you guys. I'll be calling and texting. We could FaceTime. That's what it felt like from him. And it just goes to show you that this is his home. This is family for him. And again, there's a handful of guys, a handful of guys that when they retire are never going to have to buy a beer in the city again. I'm talking about current Eagles that were part of that Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. I think Kelsey and BG are the yep. other two that come to mind. But Zach Nick is Foles, obviously. Yeah, and Foles. But Zach is definitely, oh, oh, definitely no. in that group. No questions asked. Uh, you know, even in the offseason, he's a Cardinal and he came back here. Still the same thing. He'd be he'd be welcomed with open arms at any restaurant, bar or anywhere. He, he better was, be. 
<laughs> he absolutely would be. He absolutely would be. And you know what, Jake? One thing I want to hit on, too, that, that kind of drove me crazy is I saw some people that don't really understand how sports in the NFL works talking about laughing at the compensation we got back for Zach Ertz. And I just have one thing to ask. What do you really think is the compensation range on a tight end, a tight end on his current team, who's on the last year of his deal making $8 million, who's in his 30s? What type of – do you think a first or second round pick do you think you're getting for that? A tight end – just forget that it's Zach Ertz. A tight end two on a losing team in his 30s, last year of his contract, making over $8 million. You tell me what team is giving up a first or second round pick for that. I really want to know. So we got a young corner under club control for four years on a rookie deal and a fifth round pick. Do you know what we're getting if Zach Ertz leaves in the offseason, which he was, his contract's up? We're not getting anything. So what is everybody complaining about that says that that wasn't a good deal? You guys got to stop thinking that this is 2016, 2017. We see this all the time with like when A.J. Green becomes a free agent. They're like, oh, Eagles should sign him. Guys, A.J. Green hasn't been good since 2016, 2015. Like this is six years later. You guys got to stop doing this stuff. So realize, I know you may not like Howie, but you don't have to jump down every time that he makes a move that you don't agree with. This isn't Madden. This isn't fantasy football. It's good value, but the – the owner, you could still be upset that Ertz left and understand the value we got. This isn't a black and white society where you have to be on one side or the other. You can understand both. No, a hundred percent. And it's the same people that were telling, screaming for Howie to just cut him during training camp just to get the <laughs> cap space. What, what, what good does cutting him do? Like, what, what does that do? No, what I never, I never really understood that. I, I went on before. Before the season even started, I went on with our friends over at BSN Sports, and I was like, honestly, best-case scenario in my eyes is that he comes back. Like, best-case scenario is we bring him back, and Jalen Hurts has a guy that is truly just a safety blanket, as we said, just to help him when you're struggling to find rhythm. There he is, right out there. And so I was always in the mindset. I mean, sure, I entertained the idea of, like, look, if somebody's offering you something silly for him, you got to take it. Absolutely. Last year of his deal, he's you know he's thirty years old. He's out. He's you know on the later half of his prime. You got to take it. I I'm sure you can find audio clips of me saying all of that, but you can also find him saying best case scenario is he comes back and plays great. And really, we talked about it a bunch. Like he fought hard this year. He was happy to be out there. Every catch you were seeing him looking like Brent Selleck out there taking two guys to take him down. So it was incredible. And then I'd really be remiss if I didn't say just a thank you to to his wife julie ertz and his whole family they really all embrace the city i know the ertz foundation has done remarkable things and they came out just today saying that they're not like they're not done with this city like they're going to continue to their foundation is going to continue to do wonderful things in this city i'd i'd really encourage anybody if you want to just say like a, a thank you to zach ertz donate to the ertz foundation that's that's going to be one of the best things, and and one of the number one things he would want if you want to say thank you to him, is to donate to his foundation because it goes right back into the city and making this place a better place. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Perfectly said. Um, what he's done for this city outside of the field, 
you know, is is monumental compared to what he's done on it. Even though he helped bring us the Super Bowl, it just goes to show you again what type of person he is, what type of man he is, his family, like you said, Julie, you know, his parents, the the whole entire foundation. Nothing but class from them. Definitely going to be missed, you know, on multiple levels. Yeah, the whole Earth's family, siblings, all of them. Yeah, and and you know, look, what I. Lum the death. We just got to look at it that he's going off to college, guys. That's, yep. that's how we got to look at it. He's not going to be home for this. He may not be here for that. Do I understand the move? Absolutely. I understand the move. But at the same time, I'm And I glad. think he does, too. I really yeah, think he, he does. does. I'm glad he got to go out on his own terms, though. I am so glad that he wasn't traded during the COVID season where he couldn't get a final send-off to the team. And if we didn't get that stupid taunting penalty, and we'll talk about this on another pod, and we get the ball back and we're down six, who knows if Zach Mm -hmm. has a walk-off touchdown to go off into the sunset for the Eagles. So um, either way, last game, front of the home fans, he got to score a touchdown, played his butt off. Nothing but respect to to Ertz. Salute, man. I wish you the best of luck. Oh, yeah. Zach Ertz, the Ertz family, this one's for you.